You're listening to the Batuta Advocates Weekly News Wrap on Desert Rock FM 96.5. Hello and welcome to the Weekly Batuta Advocate Podcast, my favourite podcast. The Superior Podcast, the podcast where you've got me, Wendell Hussey and Effie Bateman. Not one where you've got Clancy talking to some D-list celebrity about some gibberish. You mm. know. This is where we talk about the news at some length. Wendell Hussey. It's great. It is. It's not a name-dropping competition. It's um, not. How are you travelling this Black Friday? Very good. I've made some stunning purchases. Bought myself a new bookshelf from Ikea. I look mm-hmm. forward to putting that together with my impact drill and destroying it Yep. in one go. Yeah, yeah. Very good. Effie Bateman, yourself? Oh, no, I haven't. Uh, I've got to get into the Black Friday deals. Might oh, really? go tomorrow to the shopping yeah, centre, yeah, yeah, see yeah. what's well, out they, there. Oh, the best thing to do, I reckon, is online. That's where you find the yeah, best deals. True. And you can do like what I've done. I've afterpaid, I've clanted. Mm-hmm. So I've maxed out both of those. And then obviously the credit card as well. So I'm making can sure I'm get getting zip, all the deals. Zip pay as yeah, well? Yeah, you can do zip yeah, too. Nice. Um, I've been cut off from them, so I haven't. But it's Klarna afterpay. Card for me, so but yeah, there's obviously great deals getting around. So there are, but I didn't really get that much of a Black Friday discount on my Coles online purchase recently. They uh, they don't offer too many discounts. Those uh, you just got to go to the self checkout and do a discount the old fashioned way. Oh yes, 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 by putting everything through as unwashed potatoes. Mm. Well, we're going to talk about that in one of our stories, but I think it is time to start normalising stealing from those two very high profile it's a victimless crime oh 100% stealing from Woolworths hurts no one no I think technically if you argued it in front of a priest or something you'd probably be able to kind of draw the inference from the bible that it's okay to steal from those people yeah well like there's people who are on about saying you know it hurts the farmers but it doesn't these two organisations, they bully the farmers into selling their produce so cheaply that there's no margin and they jack it up. Oh, absolutely. I think us. if you get through a kilo of prawns as unwashed potatoes, know that somewhere around this vast land there's a farmer smiling, thinking, well done, you got one back over mm-hmm. those fucking bastards. Endorsed by farmers. Yeah. Anyway, what's our first story of the week? First story of the week, and CSIRO finds millennials prefer minimalism because their grandparents' house was full of useless shit. Yes, as the Gen Z have taken to TikTok to lambast millennials for their boring minimalism, it can now be confirmed that the reasons behind millennial grey isn't just a lack of funds, but the trickle-down effect of their grandparents' house. This follows a groundbreaking report from our leading scientific body confirming that many millennials have opted to lead a minimalist lifestyle after witnessing their grandparents hoard a ridiculous amount of useless shit, which tends to include a lot of weird ceramic creatures and about 50 cuckoo clocks. Mm, I reckon when your grandkids get to the age where they start owning their own home or renting their own home or having their own premises, they will only have one or two cars, given the amount of old carcasses that are sitting out the front of your place, Errol Parker, and the back of your place as well, all waiting to be done up one day, so I'm told. Yes, well, look, the way things are going, I will probably won't even get to do one myself, so <laughs> as long as my kids and my grandkids get to uh, enjoy the fruits of my labour, which is about 40 grand in super, and... <laughs> Two Commodores with stretch timing chains in the front yard, then... I think by the time we get around to them, that steel could be very valuable. Mm. Can you imagine that? I'm 46 years old and I have enough (laughs) super in my account. 
I can't even buy a top-of-the-range Volkswagen Golf. Well, What yeah, a fucking loser I am. That's the world we live in, Errol. At least you've got plenty of things. Effie, you should have come over that time when Errol got us around to clean out his shed. Mm. Just full of the most amazing bits and bobs you've... Well, it's good that we found that pigeon nest. I was living off those eggs for <laughs> weeks. Very flavoursome. About 50 in there. Oh, it's, it's delicious. Absolutely. Now, our next story comes from the supermarket world, from the corporate world, and we'll maybe do it a little bit differently. The headline reads, eight giant corporations that are doing a bit better at saving money than you stupid peasants. Obviously, this comes in regards to the cost of living crisis and the vast corporate profits that seem to be reported every week or so. I just thought I'd ask Effie Bateman, who do you think is the best giant corporation at saving money? Oh, it's got to be Woolies or Coles, right? You'd think that, but no. no. They're thieves, no. but they Ooh. actually aren't that bad when it comes to other people. Commonwealth Bank, they're the greatest savers in the land. They just reported a quarterly profit of $2.5 billion. Mm-hmm. Well, look, I, I'm glad that they are healthy because I bank with them and I don't want to see my money get put in danger. Mm. By, Do you have you know, shares, by the way? I've got some EFTs. Okay, because that's yeah. what a lot of people say with these yeah. large banks making huge amounts of money. Us stupid peasants could just invest in them and we would have money too. I would have thought that in terms of share price that it would be cuntus, but... Uh, Sorry, Qantas. No, no, no. Um, I mean, look, they're pretty good, but their profits aren't quite as big. So you've got the four banks there. Yep. You've got NAB, ANZ, and Westpac. They're at all about $7 billion. They're not quite as good at saving as Combank because obviously you do that quarter times four for Combank. They're up to mm-hmm. $10 billion. Those other three banks, they're pretty good. Is it ANZ? ANZ, nah. So those three banks, they're the top four, obviously. Mm-hmm. They're the best savers by just charging people more interest than they pay out on people's interest for savings obviously very clever and innovative it's actually shell comes in next shell yeah well i'm glad they keep the country moving well they save four million dollars and obviously you might go oh hang on there's you know a war in ukraine global petrol crisis all that sort of stuff of course they're just passing on the prices well it turns out they're not they've actually saved four billion by charging a little bit more and increasing their profit margins by roughly 10 percent. pretty good then you get qantas Qantas, sorry. Qantas. Qantas, uh, Qantas. That's at two point four seven billion. There at six. Nice. You got Origin look, Energy. I am. Mm. Look, but just going back to Qantas. I mean, you have all these inner city lefties, these blue-haired mm. sideline shouters that were going on about Qantas. Who kept the country going? Who kept organs flying around the country during the pandemic? Qantas. Not Virgin. No. Qantas. No, no, no. Who, who was making sure that people were still able to get from A to B in an emergency? People who were within mm. the law trying to get home. It was Qantas. Very true. And what were they doing it with? Our money. Yes. So they should. I know, absolutely. They're doing a public and service. So, yeah, so, and then now they're, they're making... They're flying vaccines around. Yeah. They were doing a public service, so we should give them public money. Absolutely. And now they're making a profit... They deserve it because, as you said, they kept us going during the pandemic. Good. But Woolworths actually come in at number eight. Coles don't even make it. Woolworths oh, wow. only saved $1.6 billion this year by basically charging they consumers need to pump those numbers up. way more than they pay um, farmers for their produce. So there you go. They're pretty good. Um, head to the website if you want to see the full breakdown of the tips that those companies use to save heaps of money. Moving on to our next story, Effie. Yes, and a local chihuahua on its way to fuck up the biggest dog in the park. Yeah, so Batuta Heights Chihuahua has this week proven that what he doesn't have in size, 
he makes up with sheer audacity by making a beeline for the biggest dog in the park, proving that there are only two types of chihuahuas, the ones that get scared to be alive and go outside, and ones that could do with a little bit more humility. Dobby Reynolds is the chihuahua in question who could do with a little bit more humility because he was seen frolicking around Batuta Grove this week before he thought it would be a good idea to pick a fight with a Rottweiler despite being roughly one-thirtieth of its size. Look, it's unknown why Dobby was off his leash given his propensity for violence, but onlookers recall watching in horror as a little ball bag sped across the park, yapping and snarling as it moved closer to the Roddy, minding its own business. But thankfully, the Roddy was a docile one and just lay on the ground wagging its tail before Dobby's owner collected the little shit. Keep him on a leash when there's big dogs around those little chihuahuas. Well, yeah, see, if that story went the other way, then I don't think people would be as cheery to read it. No, it wouldn't be quite as funny if it was a big Roddy just going over there to (laughs) rip a little chihuahua to shreds. Anyway, sports news to finish out the week. And the headline reads, Go Woke! Go win the Ashes, World Test Championship and the World Cup. Right-wing culture warriors in Australia have this week been forced to update one of their favourite sayings after Australia's historic victory in the Cricket World Cup. Those who enjoy turning every single issue into a, quote, left and right game have been sent back to the drawing board on the old go-woke-go-broke catchphrase. This follows Captain Planet Pat Cummins leading his cricket team to victory in the World Test Championship and Ashes on English soil and the ODI World Cup. The sway of the victories comes after Pat Cummins dared to have an opinion on issues he believes in and have since proven that you can focus on either things and still be very, very good at cricket. Yes, not yep. necessarily uh, going to send you broke if you go woke. No, I don't think that Pat is too broke. I think he has pretty good digs down there in the eastern suburbs of Sydney. And I read too that for some ungodly reason, someone, some bank has lent Mitchell Stark $25 million. Him and his wife, Alyssa Healy, have bought a place for $25 million in Sydney's Terry Hills district. Mind-boggling. I believe they have an equestrian facility, so maybe they're going to charge like horse riding lessons I didn't know or that, something like I that. I didn't know that they were horse people. They I could be racehorses. No. I could see Mitchell Stark as a little bit of a hobby horse guy. Yeah. A hobby horse yeah. guy. Mm. He could be turning that into his own oval. Mm. Maybe he'll set it up. And Alyssa's probably more of a mainstream horse girl I'd say but I'd say so and I think that Alyssa's probably got more in her too being mm-hmm. batsman yeah. and a keeper so I don't think that Mitchell's back is going to do too much more no thank God for the IPL for their sakes is probably yep. all I'd and say then, about that and then the PPL and then of course the CPL mm, yes the Caribbean you can keep on playing until They're you're 50 probably going to have to do the South African big bash as well well I heard that the uh, Saudi Arabians were thinking of giving it a go oh mate if they do that they've then, done golf yeah if the Saudi Arabians give it a go like they have with soccer, soccer and all that sort of stuff yeah, yeah with soccer Mitch Stark will be able to pay that place off with one season. Yeah, I think that that would bring back the universe bus tour. <laughs> I think he would come back for that one. Yeah, he'd come out for a handy 10 to $15 million a yeah, season. Yeah, man, come, come back, Darren, man. I'm going to hit the ball all over the pitch, man. Mm. Interesting God character, the universe boss. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Anyway, have a good weekend. <laughs> Bye-bye. See ya. See you later.